We are live, ladies and gentlemen, and yes, we are. Oh, geez, that's just horrible. It's just all horrible. It's just all horrible. <laughs> we are. We are live. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, I am your fearless host. This is Rob Zakari, the Rob Zakari Show, but we're thinking about changing the show to American Carnage. Yes, we've been gone for a few days. Well, longer than a few days. I'll give you guys an update. But it's great to be here. Um, American Carnage is alive and well. Might be the greatest inaugural dress uh, I've ever heard. Now, I'm not that old, so I can only go back to, I guess, Reagan. Nah, not even Reagan. I don't, I don't even really remember uh, Reagan. Of course, I've seen video, but I'm just talking about that visceral feeling when you're watching it live. American carnage. I love it. I love it. So I'm thinking about calling the show American Carnage. Not the Rob Zakari show. It'll be Rob Zakari hosts American Carnage. All right, so listen. I've been away for a while. Uh, and I want to tell you all, schedule is still not going to be uh, back on track until next week. Let me explain to you all. Last week, my uh, beautiful and lovely girlfriend gave birth to a beautiful, and I mean beautiful, no other way to describe it, beautiful child. Seven pounds, one ounce, major, Dominic Allen Zakari, yes, Major Dominic Allen Zakari. That is his name, ladies and gentlemen. And he was born Wednesday morning at 8.30 a.m. Now, he wasn't supposed to be born uh, until this past Monday. That was the due date. Okay, so we had everything planned as far as... uh, Show schedules and, uh, you know, baby stuff, cribs and his room and all that stuff. And it went out the window. Now, some people said, well, Rob, why didn't you have a lot of this stuff prepared uh, beforehand? And I said, because it's a jinx. When you prepare for a child's birth before the child is born... It's a jinx, okay? I know, I know. When it's two weeks or three weeks, what could happen? Some of my friends said, okay, you're in your fourth month, you're in your fifth month. You're basically in the month where Democrats still deem it just a blob of flush. You could abort that. So you don't buy the furniture. You don't buy the stuff. But come on, two, three weeks before, you got to go out and do it. Everything's going to be good. And I say, no, 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 no. You never know. 
You never know. You never know. And then, God forbid, something happens and you're stuck at home with furniture and clothing and all sorts of things. And that leads to depression, uh, suicidal thoughts, and almost like a leaving Las Vegas scenario where you just wander the streets of L.A. drinking gallons and gallons of vodka doing horrible, horrible things, maybe letting seven or eight homeless men do a train on you. Who knows? (laughs) Who knows? Who knows? So he was not supposed to be born until Monday. He was born Wednesday morning. So since Wednesday, uh, my schedule has been nuts. My parents are in town. Those of you who are frequent listeners to the program knew that the parents are coming into town. So that, on top of the child being born a week before he was supposed to be due, has kind of thrown uh, the whole schedule, the whole Rob Zakari show, uh, into a... A weird stratosphere. So I'm trying to get back to a, a normal uh, schedule. So just bear with me, guys. It's going to be a little rocky for the next few days, but just bear with me. And I promise by next week, we'll be back to normal. We'll be back to our three-hour schedule on time, punctual. So, bear with me. And yes, I had someone in the control room saying everything's good, healthy. Yes, perfect. Uh, ten flanges you know, on the hands, ten, ten fingers, ten toes. All the body parts are inside. I, I know somebody whose child had their intestines born on the outside. Not good. All, everything was born on the inside. He's got Eyelids, eyelashes, no um, birth defects, nothing like that. It's perfect. 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 He's got a big package. I know. I know. Some of you didn't want to hear that, but I'm just saying. Got a big package. He's perfect. So, there you go. What? I didn't want to spend too much time on this. So... What happened was, I got them asking me, tell us what happened. Okay, I'll give you five minutes, and then we got to get to a bunch of stuff, and we don't have enough time to get to everything I want to get to. So, real quick. So, uh, Tuesday night, I picked the parents up from the airport, from Florida, picked them up. Um, They get in at about 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock, bring them back uh, to the apartment, Uh, I have another apartment. I have two apartments. Uh, One where I live, another one that I rented um, so that the parents could um, stay there. So it wasn't all in one place because they're going to be here for a few weeks. So I went ahead and um, set that up, dropped them off. We talked. We had a good time. I went back to my place at 
midnight and at about uh, three o'clock in the morning, uh, Catherine said, uh, I'm having really, really bad. It's like really bad. They're, they're coming at three minutes apart. Uh, I think it's time. And I said, well, it can't be time. You're not supposed to give birth for another week. It can't be time. She said, no, nope. I think it's time. Go get your mother. So I go down the hall. I rouse my mother out of bed. She comes in, checks on Catherine. She says, yeah, she's, she's going into labor. I said, ah, oh, man. So we get in the car. It's 3.30 now, quarter to four. I hit 101. I'm doing about 90, 95. No traffic. Get to the hospital. Uh, she then decides she wants the epidural. She was going to do it natural, but the pain was too immense. My mother arrives uh, in a uh, Uber. And Catherine uh, goes into labor at about 8.15. No BS. I said, no BS. By 8.30, with two to three pushes, the baby was born. And that's it. That's it. Now, throughout the week and throughout next week, I'll give you more details. But we got a lot of... Uh, political uh, hoopla to get to. But there you go. There's everybody in the green room. There's everybody in the control room. There you go, guys. There you go. There, there it is. So everything's good. Everybody's healthy. Everybody is rocking and rolling. All right. Where do we get to? Because we've missed a lot. I mean, we missed the uh, Women's March because, you know, they're marching for rights, equal rights. They want, not really sure what they want. They're, they're talking about something that hasn't been taken from them, but yet they're marching. Very disorganized. Very disorganized. Seriously, very disorganized. And especially when you got a bunch of uh, millionaires talking about equality. I mean, think about that. You have your Amy Schumer's, your Madonna's. Your Ashley Judds. Get all these celebrities talking about equality, equal pay, e- equal pay. What are you talking about? What do you, t- what do you, whoa, because you made five million instead of eight million? Somehow they're the voice for the common woman as they're wearing hats, the shape of vaginas on their heads. What? What? What are we? What the hell's going on? And the man, and the 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 man woman Michael Moore marching with them. It's just bizarre. Now we could spend a half hour. We could do a whole segment on that. And I don't want to. I want to talk about immigration. Okay, I want to talk about immigration. We got many days to talk about Madonna. And the fact that she wants to blow up the White House. And of course, her saying that was taken out of context. Imagine, just imagine someone on the right. Some celebrity on the right. Well, it's hard to find a celebrity that's on the right. But just imagine you find a celebrity on the right 
start talking about blowing up the White House when Obama was in it. Just imagine. And I'm not talking about Ted Nugent, okay? Not some some washed out uh, 70s and 80s rock star. But even Ted never talked about blowing up the White House. But regardless, that Madonna, that's like a celebrity, you know? That that that's a caliber. It's not Scott Bayo. You know, it's not Charles in charge. But what a bunch of uh yeah, man. You know, you you're talking about women's rights. You're t- you're talking about Donald Trump being this this vulgar, foul-mouthed, disgusting human being. And yet every single person that spoke on that stage swore. I mean, Ashley Judd's talking about, you know, F this, and Madonna's talking about F that. If you had a little girl, think about it. You got a 12-year-old girl. You got a 13-year-old girl. And you're talking about, the president of the United States uh, has to be, you know, uh, 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 good language. He has to be respectful. All of the stuff that everybody uh, says Trump is not and Obama is and yada, yada, yada. So here you are at this woman. I mean, put aside the hats that have vaginas on them, okay? Put that aside. But here you're a 12-year-old girl, 13-year-old girl, and you're listening. To Madonna and Ashley Judd and Amy Schumer, F this, F that, Mother Effer, what, 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 what's going on? And it really just proves my point that we used to talk about during the primaries where people would say, how did we get to this? How do we have a, a reality show how do we have this? I don't understand. And I said, well, that's society. What are you talking about? It started with Bill Clinton. It started with the guy getting head by an intern. And the left dismissing it as just a blowjob. Well, it's just a blowjob. The boss of the country is saying to an intern, hey, Let me put my cigar in your vagina. And you wonder where uh, the morals of this country has gone. How did we get this Donald Trump guy? Well, it started with Bill Clinton, stupid. It started with Bill Clinton. And then you got the Kardashians. And then you got the the I am Kate. I mean, the, the list goes on and on. The country became desensitized to anything shocking. So why would it be shocking for somebody to run for president that's like, F this, F you, grab him by the bus? Why is that shocking? Society. That's who we are as a country. You got Jay-Z and Beyonce hanging out with Obama. They're at the White House. They're partying it up. Guy was a drug dealer. The guy was a drug dealer. 
You listen to Jay-Z songs. He's talking about bitches and hoes. And he's at the White House, hanging with the president. What's up? Hey, what's up? Talking about swag. What are you kidding me? For eight years, you had people like Beyonce and every other rapper on the man hanging out at the White Going to Cuba, partying it up. How did we get to the pool? How did we? What do you, how did we get, you stupid? See, that's stupid. So look at that woman's march. You had tons of women on that stage. Cussing, swearing, being vulgar. As they questioned the president for being vulgar. This is bizarre. Absolutely bizarre. But enough of that. Enough of the woman march, pussies on, or I can't believe I said that. Vaginas. They weren't pussy hats. Well, they were. Some of them said they're pussy hats. Mommy, what's on that girl's head? A pussy. Oh. <laughs> oh. That's not. That, that. Madonna just said she wants to blow up the White House. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's all right. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. All right, Mommy. All right. I'll tell you, the left is more venomous than the right. I mean, they really are, because remember, all the, the Obama vitriol, was was very, very segregated to a uh, portion of the country. Like, the, as they would say, the deep, the deep, dark depths of the web. It wasn't mainstream. You didn't have mainstream politicians going after Obama personally. Didn't happen. You didn't have mainstream media outlets personally attacking them. You didn't have celebrities. You didn't have late-night TV. You didn't have that. And when it happened, those people were ostracized. I mean, remember during the State of the Union address when Obama was talking about if you like your insurance, you can keep your insurance, or uh, illegals won't get insurance, whatever the hell he was saying. And that congressman screamed, lie! Remember just, just the outrage. I mean, here we are eight years later, and Obama did lie, but it was inappropriate. You don't scream that day union, you don't do that. I was crucified, crucified, and there wasn't one congressman or senator of any stature, because that guy didn't have stature, I mean, he's a radio host now, he does what I do, there wasn't a, not one person of stature that was questioning Obama's legitimacy, didn't happen. And when people bring up Trump, he was the, the, the real estate guy. He was the celebrity apprentice guy. 
kind of weight is that? But man, the left is just unhinged. I mean, they are unhinged. They really are. Somebody said to me, do you remember when Obama won and the right rioted in the streets and they burned cars down? And I went, no, I don't remember that. And they went, exactly. Remember, we were pretty pissed when Obama won. Remember, the right was pretty pissed. I mean, I voted for Obama then. So I was, <laughs> I, I didn't convert until a couple of years ago. That's why this show is so damn good. Because I know the left better than anybody on the right does. Because I used to be on the left. I remember how angry the right was when Obama won. But nobody took to the streets and rioted. Nobody took to the streets and protested. Remember, if you spoke out against Obama... You were called a racist. You were instantly told the only reason you are acting like this is because he's black. You don't want to see somebody black in the White House. You couldn't say, well, I don't like that policy, or I'm a Republican. I, 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 I'm not a Democrat. So I don't care if it's Obama. I don't care if it's Clinton. I don't care if it's a dwarf, okay? I don't care if it's a liberal dwarf. Whoever doesn't have an R next to their name, I'm going to be against. And I'm going to do everything I can to defeat them. Instead, when it comes to Obama, it was, well, you're racist. No, I'm just not a Democrat. No, you're racist. Okay, you could say whatever you want. If that makes you feel good. Now that gives you a narrative. Fine. But I know I'm not a racist. I just don't like the president, regardless of who he is, that has a D next to their name. That's it. That's it. So, yeah, the right was really pissed off. Remember Mitch McConnell? Our goal is to make Obama be a one-term president. Okay, there's nothing wrong with that. If Chuck Schumer comes out, if Elizabeth Warren comes out, if Bernie Sanders comes out, says we are going to oppose everything uh, President Trump stands for, we're going to make him a one-term, okay, no problem. Technically what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to push back. Okay. And that's what the Republicans did. They didn't do what you see the Democrats doing. You didn't see people rioting in the street, lighting cars on fire, smashing Starbucks windows, which is kind of funny because it's such a liberal hipster douchebag business. But you got to admit, 
if we can make fun of the black folk in Ferguson or <laughs> in the other areas for burning down their own stores in their own community, we can make fun of the libster, hipster douchebags for destroying their own Starbucks. It's basically the same. It's like, we don't like Trump. We're going to burn the Starbucks down. No more coffee lattes for you guys. Take that, Trumpers. (laughs) Take that. And then the next day, it's like, God, I want some Starbucks. Oh, no. It's, 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 I can't go in there. God damn it. We broke the windows last night. We kids out of this clothes for repair. But we didn't do that. The right didn't take to the streets. So the left is completely effing hinged. I mean, it's, it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. And today, today, When Trump signed the executive orders for immigration, holy moly. First off, the left acts like this just came out of left field. Like, what? what? We didn't know he was going to do it. What do you mean he ran on this? He ran on this. He said, this is what I'm going to do. And those of you who are new to the show... Uh, Let me break this down, and we call it the shoes in the house policy. Let me break this down for you. Those of you who've been listening to the show for many, 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 many months, uh, you know this uh, policy. You know this bit. I described it as shoes in the house. Remember when you get a new house and you got carpet? And you invoke the policy that anybody that comes in the house has to leave their shoes outside. Or they got to take them off on a separate rug that's right in the hallway. And then those shoes go into like a big basket. Because you got like a beige rug. And you don't want uh, dirty ass shoes uh, marking up the rug. You all know. We've all been there. You want to keep your rug clean. You want to keep your floors clean. You don't want it to look like a crap house. So lo and behold, this goes on months and months and months and months, and everything's nice. Carpet's nice. House is nice. And then one day you have a party. And you know it, I know it. You can't get everybody to take their shoes off at the door. If you're having a party. So what happens? One time. One time. You let people walk in the house with their shoes on. You, 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 you suspend the policy. You bite your tongue. And you let it happen. And after this happens. You go back. To the shoe policy which is taking them off. But now you see stains. Now you see track marks. And your partner says, you know what, we'll have to get the carpet cleaned. So uh, 
tomorrow when the family comes over, uh, let him, you know, the shoes. We're going to have to clean the carpet anyways. So why, you know, we got it. We had this party. We're going to have to have another party tomorrow or two days. or So basically what happens is you let the shoes in the house again. And before you know it, that old policy is no more and it's shoes on in the house and the carpet looks like a dump. It looks like a cesspool. Disgusting. You can't you can't even get a carpet cleaner to properly make that carpet look the way it did when you instituted taking the shoes off when you go in the house and walk on the carpet. To the point where you say, We're just gonna have to get new carpet. It is so thrashed. So what happens? You eventually get new carpet. Or or maybe the carpet cleaner is able to clean the thrashed carpet. It looks like new or you have new carpet. And you put back into place the taking the shoes off at the front door policy. But now... It's been like a year, and everybody's used to it. Everybody's used to walking on the carpet with shoes on. So when you say to everyone, hey, you got to take your shoes off, there's like a nuclear meltdown. What? What do you mean? Oh, this is so, I got, oh my God. There's a meltdown in your house. Because now you're making people take their shoes off. And you have to say, hey, don't you guys remember? We used to take our shoes off in the house. Oh, yeah, but that was then and this is now. And, you know, we got a custom and, well, we're going back to the policy of shoes off in the house. Oh, and that's what's going on now. Years and years and years and years ago, we had a policy, okay? We had an immigration policy. If you were here illegally and you were caught, you got deported. That's it. No ifs, ands, or buts. You were called an illegal alien. It wasn't an undocumented worker. Like, that makes it sound so much better i guess well of course it does that's what liberals do they change the words on every affirmative action is now diversity transgender is female or a cross-dresser fat shaming is telling a fat bastard You need to lose weight or you're going to have a heart attack. You slob. You disgusting sloth of a human being. But we used to have a policy. You're here illegally. If you get caught, you get deported. If you're here illegally and you break the law, regardless of what the law was, 
you get deported because now you're caught and then you get deported. These are all things that used to be just like taking your shoes off in the house. When you got the new carpet and you're telling everybody to take their shoes off, nobody bitched and moaned. Everybody went, yeah, okay, sure, yeah. And then once you let them in the house with their shoes on and they're muddying the carpet, they get used to it. What, take my shoes back? Come on. (laughs) And then when you go and say, hey, guess what? We got to go back to the old policy. They freak out. And that's what's happening. Trump today didn't create new laws. He just said, hey, we're going to enforce the laws that are on the books that past presidents haven't enforced. We're going to enforce the law. What an interesting concept. People are freaking. Take the wall. Take the wall and just put it aside, okay? Take the wall and just put it aside. Just the fact that if you break the law, and again, put aside the fact that just coming here illegally, you already broke the law. But put that aside. If you get caught drunk driving, you broke the law. Okay? You get deported. If you get caught for whatever reason, Maybe you get into a fight with somebody. Maybe there's a scuffle. Maybe you're at a Metallica concert and you're moshing. And you, and you throw something on stage and security sees you and throw you out. And the, the, the arena, Metallica, you are arrested. They go and and they find out that you're illegal. You get deported. These are laws that are already on the books, okay? These are laws that are already on the books. These are laws that are on the books. And now the big debate, the big debate is that Obama, Obama and his uh, Department of Homeland Security, ICE, so forth and so on, had a criteria as far as uh, what criminal acts could get you deported. That, that's insane. Any criminal act gets you deported. That's how it used to be. That's how it used to be. It used to be, it wasn't, oh, it has to be a violent felony. No. No. If you're here illegally and you haven't been caught, you should be breaking no laws. If you're here illegally, if you're already doing something that you're not supposed to do, I mean, it, it, it's, it's very, it, it's very, and this is what is, again, baffling. 
it, it's very fundamental of how we were raised, how we were brought up. American values, as silly as it sounds, but it was always harking back to when you were a kid. And it was like, hey, you know what? We're doing something that we shouldn't be doing, so let's not push our luck. We're already doing something we're not supposed to be doing. Let's not make things worse. Already doing something we're not supposed to be doing. This person has already let us in to the movies without paying. They let us slip in the back door. Our buddy who works there. Our friend who's a usher at the, uh, uh, you know, the, the, the stadium. He let us in. And you're there and you're drinking beers and your one friend is acting rowdy. And you're like, dude, you need to calm down. We're not even supposed to be here. Okay, just I mean, these are just basic fundamentals that was (laughs) was drilled into our heads growing up. Remember when you 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 know your your parents would let you stay up past nine o'clock. So, yeah, your bedtime's at 8 o'clock. Your parents are like, hey, you got to go to bed. Oh, Ma, can, can I just stay up an hour past my bedtime? Can I just? Okay. But this is what you got it. You know, you got it. You, at 9 o'clock, you got to go to bed. You, you, you know, you can't say. You can't, you know, you can't tell your father that I let you stay up. Okay. Okay. And, you, and, you, and, you, and you're on your best behavior and You don't push your luck. And that's how immigration used to be. Oh, you're here illegally? Okay. Well, don't go drinking and driving. Oh, you're here illegally? Don't shoplift. Oh, you're here illegally? Don't try to get benefits. Oh, you're here illegally? Don't tell people you're here illegally. Don't go on your Facebook and go, hey, everybody, I'm here illegally. F you. It's to be. But Obama, and, and, and I mean, Obama's the, the, the most egregious. But. There was an element of this with Bush. And I know you're not supposed to say because of his family, but because of his family. Obama accelerated this. I mean, Obama accelerated this to the point where you talk about deportation, you talk about illegals, and you're called a xenophobe. You're called a racist. You're accused of being afraid. You're just a, a, a middle-aged white man afraid of change. <laughs> oh, 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 all right. All right, Lib. 
sure. Back to racism. Back to racism. All right. We get it. So the Trump orders today are nothing new. They're just enforcing existing law. That's it. So there's not going to be a criteria as far as committing a crime and what will get you. It's like if you commit crime and you're here illegally, you're going to get deported. End of story. End of story. It's not, well, uh, this crime doesn't get you deported. But this crime does. This crime will get you a catch and release. This crime doesn't. No, that's not how it is. That's not how it is. The executive action says, removing illegals who've been convicted of any criminal offense have been charged with any criminal offense. Where such charges been has not been resolved. And I repeat, go back to how we were brought up. Even the crappiest of person, okay, the most deplorable of deplorables was brought up. Where if you're doing something illegal, or if you're doing something that you're not supposed to be doing, you don't push your luck. You don't wave and tell everybody, look at me. You don't flaunt it. Be prepared for the consequences so if you're here illegally and you go get your uh, fake social security card and you're working the warehouse at some company, don't get crap-faced, get in a car, and get into an accident. End of story. End of story. Out here in Los Angeles, illegals getting charged with drunk driving is a huge issue. It's a huge issue. And we've talked about it on this show before. Drunk driving used to be one of those no-nos. Like, real. if, if, If you were caught drunk driving... There was, like, no excuse. You know, mothers against drunk driving. You get drunk driving. You got to go to a class where moms get up on stage and show pictures of their dead kids who are in drunk driving accidents. There used to be a time when that was a big deal. Out here in Los Angeles, 
There is a big problem with illegals driving and getting into accidents. Being completely S-faced. Not saying all of them. But let's face it. In the span of a year, if you're talking thousand, I would say that's a problem. And just from a what the hell type of people do we want in the country or what type of person do we just want around us in general would be driving drunk. I mean, I'm 43, and I've driven drunk twice, and bad. I mean, bad, horrible, horrible. I'm ashamed of myself. I mean, this was years and years and years ago. One time, I don't even know how I got home. And still to this day, I think, man, I could have killed somebody. And I would have had to pay the consequences. Because it was wrong. Absolutely wrong. Bad, 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 bad stuff. So that's a policy that Trump wrote into the uh, executive order, which is, listen, if you commit a crime, you're getting deported. We catch you, you're getting deported. We're not going to prioritize and say, well, that crime was, you know, all right. Crime isn't all right. Uh, that's not a felony. Uh, no, you shouldn't be driving drunk. You shouldn't be shoplifting. You shouldn't be uh, getting fits. You're End of story. Another uh, part of the executive order is beefing up patrol agents. And it's being characterized by CNN and other outlets uh, as deportation force. Deportation force, because it sounds ominous. Oh, the deportation force. Department of Homeland Security is going to hire 5,000 additional Border Patrol agents. They will be focusing on security of the interior of the nation, plus an additional 10,000 immigration officers. Now, if you want to call it a deportation force, you want to try to freak people out, I guess the only people you're freaking out are people that are here illegally. Because if you have a Border Patrol agent and you have people at the Department of Homeland Security say, hey, listen, We could do a better job 
people. Right now we have X per 1,000 illegals or whatever the hell numbers are. Remember, and I will repeat, the 5,000 extra Homeland Security officers and the 1,000 extra immigration officers are not doing anything new. They're enforcing existing law. That's it. They're enforcing existing law. They're not creating new laws. They're enforcing existing laws. These are laws that are on the Obama to ignore them. Detention centers. The other issue that people have said year after year is that you can't put all of these people, or I should say, when you catch them, you have to let some of them go because we don't have enough space to put them. Right now, Congress has funds. 34,000 beds. And what Trump's executive action is doing is allocating more funds to open up more centers, which in turn will create more beds. So there's no catch and release. I'm not even talking about catch and release at the border. I'm talking about, oh, we just caught you shoplifting. Here's a misdemeanor ticket. No. We're taking you to deportation center. Where you will stay. Till you have your day in court. Which you heard, you will then be deported. And if you're from Guatemala or you're from Honduras, you will be sent there. That country will take you. They will be forced to take you. How are we going to force these countries to take these people back? How does the United States, uh, you know, force their will onto these countries? You know, everybody seems to forget. Rather, it's 20 million, 40 million, 100 million, a billion, all these countries. And I don't think there's a country besides maybe Russia that doesn't get money from us. We give federal aid, we give this foreign. Practically every country on Earth. 
I think last year, just Mexico alone, we gave something like $50 million in federal aid. I mean, hell, Obama just released like $200 million to the Palestinians, a bunch of terrorists. So all I had to do is a little Google search. All right? And you can find a list of all the foreign aid countries. So don't tell me that we can't get Honduras or Ecuador or wherever to take back the elite the criminals that we're kicking out of the country. Don't tell me that. Hey, Guatemala, we're, we're sending you back 300 people. No, we don't take. Uh, yeah, you take. No, we don't take. Well, guess what, Jeroff? The $20 million that we gave you last year is, is going to be about a dollar, okay? Oh, okay. We take. We take. Exact here is. But real simple. You withhold money from these countries unless they take their illegals back. Oh, Rob, it's going to cost money. You know, what we've seen these studies. Okay, yeah, you've seen the liberal studies. And it costs X amount of thousands of dollars. To, uh, well, guess what? Whatever it costs, they're going to pay for it, okay? You know, it's, it's a trip. It's a trip to watch people have this stance That somehow saying members, we look out for us first. We make sure whatever we're doing, us first. Somehow that is wrong. Somehow that is American. Somehow having a policy of us. First has become a bad word. Isn't that just effing bizarre? And this is from the left. The left created this. The left created this whack extremist. I hate my country. My country is never great. I mean, look at all these Black Lives Matter. Uh, millennial activists that go on Twitter and go, America was never great. America was... What? It's just bizarre. I'm not saying that America doesn't have flaws. I'm not saying America never uh, committed or, or, or did bad things. But there's not a country on this earth 
that is better than the United States of America. No country on this earth has given more people opportunities to become successful. There's no country greater than the United States of America. And for people to go, America was never great, is, is, it's just mind-blowing. And it's because of the left, because of these hipster, Black Lives Matter, millennial, Starbucks-drinking douchebags are never called out. So when they say that stuff, people like BuzzFeed or people like Huffington Post or the Saturday Night Lives, everybody just pats them on the back and goes, yeah, okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, that Halloween costume was offensive. Okay, yeah. I mean, I've seen a story where a report came out that Trump was going to, or he was thinking about having some type of uh, military uh, appreciation day or, or some type of, you know, military celebration where, uh, you know, uh, Navy, Army, almost like a parade. Oh, my God, people lost their mind. That's what they do in the Soviet Union. That's what they do. That is such a Nazi. That... To think, celebrating our military, to think that somehow is bad. That somehow is bad. And it's all because of the left, my friends. It's all because of the left. It's all because of the left. And another part of the executive order is stripping federal grant money from the states and the cities that call themselves sanctuary communities. Rather, it's Los Angeles. Rather, it's San Francisco. And the executive order says, entities labeled sanctuary jurisdictions by the Secretary of Department of Homeland Security will not be eligible for federal grants. And it says the Office of Management and Budget to compile federal grant money currently going to sanctuary jurisdictions. And you already have, uh, rather it's Garcetti here in Los Angeles or Rahm Emanuel say, well, we're not going to comply. And I go back to when Kim Davis refused to sign a marriage license. Remember when the two homosexuals were going to get married and Kim Davis didn't want to put her name on the license? 
and Obama ordered the federal government basically to arrest her? Remember that? The left has no problem with arrest. I mean, hell, look at the states that have enacted the bathroom policy, the hey, if you're a cross-dresser, you got to go to the bathroom that you were, like, born with, okay? Just because you put on a wig, just because you put on a dress, just because you put on makeup, just because you somewhat look like a girl. If you got a ding-dong, okay, bro? If you got a ding-dong, you got to use the men's bathroom. Look what the left did to those cities. We're boycotting. We're business. They, I mean, they went after I mean, just insanity. And the media had no problem with that. No problem with that. Yeah, bury these cities. Bury them. Yeah, yeah, they're not complying with federal law. Bury them, yeah. Oh, you're not going to sign a marriage certificate? You're going to jail. And those issues are a little iffy. You know what I'm saying? You're talking about, you know, guy with boobs. You know, you, 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 you still got some debate. And when all of this was going on, as far as the uh, uh, marriage licenses and all of that stuff, you still had issues that were being, you know, the Supreme Court. I mean, you had some legitimate, you had some legitimate issues. Illegals. There's no legitimate issue. You're illegal. Garcetti of Los Angeles. You have an illegal. He broke the law. He needs to be turned over to ICE. There is no ambiguity, okay? There is no guy with boobs. There is no, well, I don't want to sign this marriage certificate because it goes against my religion, but uh, Billy over here, he'll sign it, okay? He'll sign the marriage certificate. So this is straight up. You're illegal. there's, There's no gray area. You're illegal. And the left man, they're up. Yeah, we're going to fight you. We're, you're going to fight the federal government tooth and nail. The media. Yeah. We're going to fight. We're going to fight this. What are you talking about fight? So you say, you're, you're saying that you're not going to adhere to the federal government? Yeah. Also, you want state rights? Yeah. Yeah. 
What do you, you want state? You want the states to be able? What do you want? What? So you want state rights? That's what you. You want the state to be able to decide their own laws, right? Is that what you're saying? Of course, of course, the liberals aren't going to go with that. Of course, they're not going to go for that. They're not going to let individual states say, all right, we're going to have a vote for gay marriage. Who's in favor? I? Who's in favor? No? Okay. The no's have it. No gay marriage in the state of Georgia. Okay. Abortion. We want abortion? No abortion. What are we going to have? I? Okay. No abortion in the state of Texas. Because if you're sitting there saying, we in the city of Los Angeles, we in the city of Chicago, okay, or we, <laughs> we the, we're not going to comply with federal uh, orders. We're, we're not going to. We're going to fight. We're going to. We're going to take it to court. We're going to. Why? Well, because it's because it's what. Because it's what? I mean, you know, guys, feelings are wonderful. Okay? Empathy is wonderful. But you can't run a country on feelings and empathy. You can't. It's insanity. You can't say we're not going to enforce this law or we're not going to you know, do A, B, and C. Why? Well, because it's it's not right. What do you mean it's not right? Well, in our world, in our liberal world, okay, in our Saturday Night Live, Huffington Post, BuzzFeed, CNN world, with Don Lemon and Anderson Cooper sprinkled on top, it's not right. Well, that's not law. That's not how you run a country. Hell, that's not even how you run a business. It's not how you run a business. You could (laughs) bitch and whine and moan, but I will say this to my friends on the left. You push this to a level, okay? You push this to a level where we get back to a uh, question on state rights. You are going to have this situation blow up in your faces to a point uh, that your constituents that you think you're fighting for are going to tell you just just stop because you're doing more damage than than what is already here. You're 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 killing us more than you've already killed us. Cuz like I said, go to state rights. Go to state rights. Let the states make up their uh, minds as far as uh, minimum wage, abortion, gay marriage, tranny bathrooms, Go ahead. 
and decide what they want. My douchebag liberal friends will not like that. I will promise you that. I promise you that. So, sanctuary cities and funding that will be stripped has already got the left uh, literally, and I mean literally, losing their mind. Okay? Literally losing their mind. Uh, Another uh, part of the executive order is publicizing crimes. And of course, the left is freaking out because remember, CNN, MSNBC, ABC, NBC, none of them publicize of the crimes that illegals do. They lump it into just crime. And hey, that's the way the world works. That's the way the country works. You have crime. And ultimately, crime from illegals is a small portion of crime that is committed by citizens here in this country. And that's their warped logic. That's their warped mindset. And I've always said it, and I'll tell you all, probably for the 10th or, 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 or 20th time, whether it's one crime by an illegal or 10,000 crimes by an illegal. What makes those crimes so, so much more severe and and dramatic and, and horrific and horrible versus American crimes is that those are preventable. Meaning, when somebody's here illegally and they commit a crime, just the fact that they're here illegally is something that makes that crime preventable. Because if that person was not allowed into this country, if we had stronger borders, then whatever crime he committed would never have been committed. And then when you start getting into, well, that person was deported twice before, when you start getting into the Kate Steinel territory, and somebody's been deported four or five times, and they wind up committing an act that results in being murdered. That outweighs ever crime statistic that is out there for Americans. Because an American can't prevent that. Joe Blow, who was born in Arkansas, okay? Joe Blow was born in Arkansas who goes and robs a convenience store and shoots a clerk in the face, gets arrested, gets sentenced, and is now in jail, is unpreventable in the sense that there's no reason 
to arrest him. There was no reason to throw him out of the country. He was born here. At some point, he was a good person. He went down the wrong path. Someone that's illegal, just the act of being here is against the law. And now, if they commit a crime, it's crime that could have been prevented if that person was never let in the country. There's nothing you could do about Joe Blow unless you go and somehow know what he's going to do and then uh, prevent his mom and dad from ever procreating. Can't. But you can, as far as Hector Gonzalez or Tippy Martinez, who came to this country when they were 18 and at 19 caught their first case for armed robbery. And it was pled down to, you know, uh, uh, whatever. They get put in jail for six years. They get out in three. They're back on the street. This time they rape. That whole cycle could have been prevented. That whole cycle could have been prevented. People need to know statistics of the crimes by illegals. That's why the left hates Breitbart. It's not because it's fake news. It's because Breitbart publicizes all. And, and, and maybe, I mean, there's a, a plethora that are not publicized because there's a lot if you take them from every state. But Breitbart publishes the worst of the worst, which are crimes committed by illegals. Rather, it's a little girl being raped, people being killed in a home or in a shop. So this provision directs U.S. immigration customs enforcement to create an office for victims of crimes committed by removable aliens. The office would uh, offer services to victims of such crimes and to their family members and will provide reports quarterly studying the effects of the criminal aliens present in the United States and the victims. Another provision seeks to better inform public regarding the public safety threats associated with sanctuary jurisdictions by using a weekly report to publish a list of crimes committed by undocumented immigrants and name and shame jurisdictions that ignore detention requests in retaliation to them. Kind of like when cities publish the Johns that get busted for picking up hookers. 
And people love that. See, the left despises this because it puts the information to the public that they desperately, and I mean they meaning the media, the left, don't want the public to know. You think they want the public to know X, Y, Z as far as crimes by illegals? Of course not. They want these sanctuary cities to have their crime stats blasted? Yeah, this week in Los Angeles, 48 drunk drivers are arrested. Two were involved in hit and run. What? Nah, because then the public goes, oh, Jesus, this is a lot of criminal activity by illegals. Publish this. The media doesn't talk about it. Because what have I always told you? And And it goes back to the old saying, if the tree falls in the woods and nobody's around, To hear that tree or, hell, see that tree, did the tree really fall in the woods? Did it really happen? So if the media doesn't report on illegal uh, crimes, illegals committing crimes, the media doesn't report on that, and you don't see it on your daily news, you don't read about it, on your Facebook feed, then when Donald Trump or somebody on the right goes, we got to do something about this uh, criminal activity, you go, wow, what are they talking about that for? What criminal activity? What, what are you talking about? Illegals. They don't, what do you, what? Because they're not seeing it. They're not hearing it. The only reason anybody knew about Kate Steinle is because Fox News talked about it. CNN didn't talk about that. Anderson Cooper didn't do a two-hour show about that girl that was just slaughtered and said for that. They only talked about it because Fox News and Bill O'Reilly pushed it. That's the only reason CNN ever talked about it. That's the only reason CNN or MSNBC or ABC, it's the only reason any of them ever talked about it. That's it. Because once Fox talks about it and it gets a little traction, and then people online start blasting it, then they get forced into covering it, but it's like a gloss over. So this division basically every week, every month blasts statistics of crimes committed by illegals. And if you're a city that doesn't hand over illegals to ICE, that city is going to get blasted 
So the people of that city know, oh, wow, this crime was committed this week. This robbery, this rape. And the people in that community are going to know. They're going to force a Rahm Emanuel. Or they're going to force a Garcetti. Or they're going to force a Bellasio to comply. Once it's out in the public, you force it And that's what's going to happen. That's why the left is completely losing their minds. That's why they're completely You know, I'll tell you, Trump in the last four days is doing more to shape policy than I can ever remember. Even Obama. Even Obama. All the things he did, it was like one Remember back in the day when you bought a record or a CD and it had like eight hits? Remember back in the day? And you could buy like a Stone record or a Metallica record or, or I don't know, whatever. Then it'd be like number one hit, number one hit, number one hit, number one hit. And now... You buy a record, it's got like one hit. The rest is fill. Because the artist in the studio pace that career out. Because they don't have a lot of hits. They throw out all their hits on that first record. They got nothing left for the remainder of however long their career is. So, like, the first two years of Obama's presidency was Obamacare. Remember, we talked about this. When you hear the liberals talk about guns, 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 they could have done something about guns. They had 60 votes in the Senate. They could have put any ban they wanted. They, they could have done anything. But Obama spread out his hits. He said, well, first two years. I mean, look at DACA. Look at the the, the, the Dreamers. That wasn't until his second term. And here's Trump in four days. Rather it's, <laughs> rather it's immigration. Rather it's pipelines. Rather it's buy, uh, uh, steal in America. It's just one policy after another. So much stuff on the media doesn't know what to do because normally they go, okay, so what's this? All right, health care. Now we're going to debate it for the next year. Now every single talk show, every pundit, every newspaper, we're going to write article after article and we're going to discuss it and we're going to have a town hall. Then we're going to. Trump's like, here's a pipeline, boom. Here's the border wall, boom. Here we go, boom, 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 next, let's go. The media's like, okay, we got to talk about 
Uh, we we got to talk about immigrant. Oh Jesus! Now we got to talk about torture. Oh no! Now we got to talk. <laughs> oh no! Now we got to talk about buy steel first. We got to talk about union. They don't know what to do. Oh, we got to talk about illegal voting. Wait a minute. Now we got. Okay, wait. Now we got to jump back. Lindsey Graham and John McCain, two douchebags. I told you guys before, this is a new breed of Republican. Okay, when you have union leaders that traditionally are Democrats, okay, you have union bosses meeting with Trump. And walking away from that meeting going, geez, that was one of the best meetings I've ever had. I, I, I mean, how, how do I say that was horrible? Cracking down on immigration. Talking about infrastructure. Buying American st- I mean, everything that your blue-collar Democrat. Your Wisconsin Democrat, your uh, Ohio Democrat, your Pennsylvania Democrat, your Michigan Democrat, your New York Democrat, your union guys, everything that they want. Listen, you really think, just think about this, you really think, okay, your your power worker, your, your, your union guys. You know, the, the guys that Democrats relied on for the last 25 years, you really think they give a crap? You really think they give a crap how many black folk got nominated for the Academy Awards? You think that puts money in their pocket? Seriously, do you really think they give a crap? A wedding cake. These blue collar guys, they want to work. They want to feed their families. They want to lay pipe. They 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 want they want drill for oil. They want to frack. They don't give a crap about some broad and. Mississippi that's not going to sign a gay marriage certificate. Are you effing kidding me? There's so much action going on. We don't even know where uh, to cover next. But anyways, listen to me. I told you it's not going to be as long as we normally go with our show because we got the baby. And after here, I got to attend to the baby. Maybe tomorrow I'll bust the baby out on the show and you guys could see him. Be right in front of the microphone. Or maybe not. I don't know. Depends on how you guys act. But the immigration policy is phenomenal. We got detention centers. We got uh, an extra 15,000 immigration officials. And let's not forget the wall. Is it this great, big, giant, 40-foot wall with a big, shiny door in the middle? No. Okay? No. It's not. Trump has already said 
There's going to be places where there'll be a fence. There's going to be places where there's going to be rock. There's going to be places where there's going to be water. But where there can be a wall, there will be a wall. And (laughs) Mexico could say they're not going to pay for that wall all they want. But guess what? At some point, Mexico's paying for the wall. Because don't forget, guys. Don't forget. NAFTA's going to get reworked. And if that rate and that reworking of NAFTA gets knocked down, that's Mexico paying for that wall. If we tax remittance payments, which technically, technically, the illegals are not supposed to be using wire transfers. Listen, when you do a wire transfer, you're supposed to provide ID. You're you're supposed to provide a social security number. If you're an illegal, you don't have a social security number. Okay? So trust me, by hook or by crook, they get taxed for that wall. All right? By hook or by crook, they're going to get taxed for that wall. Mexico needs us. We don't need Mexico. All right? We don't need dirty, smelly water to give us Montezuma's revenge, all right? We don't need that. Just remember that. All right, it's Rob It's Rob Zakari Show. Listen to me. We're out of here for tonight. Uh, we, I gave it to you guys. We came back. You are the best. You are the greatest audience in the world. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, the Rob Zakari Show.com. You can follow us on Facebook. Don't forget, Rob Zakari Show, uh, Facebook, whatever the hell it is. We'll see you guys tomorrow. And be uh, uh, be good, be strong, be proud, be brave, be American. Uh, And we'll see you uh, tomorrow. Good day.